Hey, it's Matthew J. Thanks for checking out the show. Do you like spooky, wicked conspiracy histories and stories? Do you like hearing short stories that just make you question, is that true? Then sit down and turn up the volume. All information used in this podcast is protected by fair use. Episode 48, The Werewolf of Defiance, Ohio. Let me introduce myself. My name is Matthew J. And for the new listeners, I'm your host and storyteller. I love talking to people and listening about their stories about anything they find interesting. I enjoy telling these stories and doing the research to get deeper into these accounts. So this podcast is about history, kooky tales, cryptozoology, ghost stories, and all the conspiracy theories that keep me asking, is that true. For this story, we would need some silver bullets, some mistletoe, and low amps of electricity that can keep a werewolf in its human form. Let us start there and pull information from the Google machine and learn a little history. Defiance, Ohio is a city located in Defiance County. The city has a population as of the 2020 census of 16,741 people. The city of Defiance is 55 miles southwest of Toledo and 40 miles northeast of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Defiance became a city in 1881. That's 141 years ago. The original structure built in this area was Fort Defiance in the year 1794. It was built to be a defense line by American forces in the campaign leading to the Northwest Indian Wars Battle of the Fallen Timbers that started on August 20th, 1794. The definition of a werewolf is a person who changes from periods of time into a wolf, typically when there's a full moon. They are bloodthirsty beasts who cannot control their lust for killing people or animals. How does one become a werewolf? A person has to be bitten by a werewolf in their wolfish form at the time of the full moon. The beast's saliva mixes with the victim's blood, and then a full contamination has occurred. Werewolves have weaknesses. They are silver bullets, silver-bladed knives or swords, mistletoe, which is poisonous, and a steady application of low amperage electricity. That was some great information to help us going on this amazing story. We've talked about the dog man on episode 25. Those stories were crazy and totally wicked. Then, last week on CNN and all over the internet, stories about, quote, a strange, end quote, creature captured on video outside the Texas Zoo in Amarillo. The still images show a weird-looking creature standing on two feet, upright like a human, and had the head that resembled a dog. I'm still doing research on the Armorello Beast for a future podcast, but it reminded me of the story about Defiance, Ohio. In the city of Defiance, Ohio, in July and August of 1972, it became a hotbed for werewolf sightings and activity. It was a hot night 
on July 25, 1972, and a gentleman by the name of Ted Davis was performing his duties as a railroad worker for the Norfolk and Western train lines. Ted's job was to work the train lines, look out for train jumpers, and also help by hooking and unhooking train cars in the Defiance train yard. Well, on this hot night, all by himself in the train yard, working between two cars, Mr. Davis notices something strange. Quote, he sees two hairy, huge paws on the ground, end quote, right near him and his tools. Ted is thinking to himself, what is this? He slowly begins to raise his eyes and sees what he can only consider as a beast. It was six to eight feet tall, hunched over, covered in hair, and it had the head of a dog or a wolf. The creature began to bare its huge canine teeth and began to raise its one arm, showing Mr. Davis it was holding a large cut two-by-four piece of wood. Holy cow, this thing is a werewolf with a weapon. Yikes! Ted Davis was in total shock, and before he could react, the beast hit Mr. Davis in the shoulder with the two-by-four. The blow was not deadly, and the hit did stun Ted. But the beast, instead of continuing its attack, it drops the two-by-four and runs off into the darkness. Was this a pre-planned attack by the creature? I mean, it did bring a weapon. Mr. Davis reported the incident to the train yard and his colleague, Tom Jones, but they did not report the assault and battery to the police. They felt it was a story that would not be believed. Now, let's fast forward to July 30th, 1972, five days after the first attack. Ted Davis and Tom Jones are back working the train yard. It was late in the night in Defiance, Ohio. As the men were walking and doing their inspection rounds of the train yard, they spotted the werewolf. This time, it was prowling in the bushes that are located on the outer boundaries of the train yard. The train yard lights show the hidden beast. The creature makes eye contact with Mr. Davis and Mr. Jones, and it stands up again, and it shows its amazing six to eight foot tall height. Mr. Jones claimed the beast, quote, looked woolly, end quote, and it was huge. It snarls at the men and then rushes off into the deeper woods near the train yard out of sight. Both men are now freaking out, so they decide to file a police report in hopes that that warning the community of this, quote, potentially dangerous creature, end quote. The City of Defiance Police cannot believe what they are hearing and find the entire story just plain weird. But after the police chief saw the bruise marks on Mr. Davis from the first attack and saw how shocked and upset both men were on July 30th, they agreed to start an investigation. Is this story not totally wicked? The police begin to really look into the reports about the werewolf hanging around the train yard and maybe even on the train lines. In August of 1972, multiple local newspapers began writing articles about the creature and more and more people began to report sightings. One woman that lived in a house that backed up to the railroad line stated that she believed the creature tried to break into her home in the middle of the night around 2 p.m. She claimed that something was pounding on her door and violently twisting her doorknob. She never saw the creature, but police did examine the reported large scratch marks on the left of the door. Then the police released information about a third sighting of the hairy beast. A gentleman that worked late hours stocking a local grocery store was heading home around 4 p.m. He stated to catch a glimpse of the werewolf when it ran in front of his car. The grocery store worker is in a business area of the city when he saw the creature. 
but a, a, something changed in the description of this abomination. The witness stated the beast was wearing clothes, ripped jeans, and a tattered flannel shirt. Holy cow, it is a werewolf! After this report, the police chief, Donald Beckler, begins to speak to the public about the creature and states, quote, We don't know what to think. We are taking this seriously. We are concerned for the safety of our people, end quote. The city of Defiance is now on full-blown werewolf mania. People are not sending their kids outside. People are trying to get home before dark. Families that live close to the railroad lines are locking doors and windows and purchasing firearms to protect the families that live there. The local papers continue to write articles about the werewolf. The local police finally get nervous as many people in the city are talking about taking down the beast. So the police beg the locals not to take matters into their own hands. One local gentleman stated he was ready to fill the beast up with, quote, buckshot, yes, Midwesterners with firearms. A few weeks later, as the sightings slowed down, the local authorities stopped investigating and released that they believe the creature was an individual wearing a costume and trying to scare people to rob them. Here is why that conclusion might not shake out. The people that were targeted for robbery, per the stories, quote, were not wealthy targets, end quote. The victims, when the stories were later analyzed more in depth, were blue-collar workers or retired people with small savings and lived a modest life. The city of defiance was split. Was it a werewolf or a person performing an awful prank? Still to this day, there is no clear picture of what happened in the summer of 1972. What do you think? Do you think that in the summer of 1972 in Defiance, Ohio, it was a location that was visited by a werewolf? Was it a dude in a costume trying to rob train workers and old ladies? Was it a dogman experience? I have no idea what is going on in the city of Defiance, but this story is still a mystery and that's why I like to share it. The main reason I share it is because scientists around the world like to use this event in 1972 as a perfect example of mass hysteria syndrome. The people of science believe that the entire story was made up and that the frenzy took off causing stress, anxiety, and dread throughout the community. I disagree with this theory. Mr. Ted Davis was attacked by something with a weapon. He had marks on his body from the attack. Who would allow anyone to hit them with a two by four? Do you like this podcast? Then we need to thank Anchor for helping to get this podcast distributed. Please share the show with your family, your friends, your coworkers, aliens from another planet, or any creature you know that listens to podcasts. Please email suggested stories or some of your stories that I can read on the podcast. Please email me at s.w.chistorypodcast at gmail.com. The show is on the Nextdoor app. Please follow the Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Group. Join the group and get the show and a direct line to talk to me about the podcast. The Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Podcast is also on iHeartRadio. Hey guys and girls, please give the show a five-star review on Apple. It really helps. Also, I'd like to thank two listeners, Larry and Karen from Wake Forest. Happy 50th wedding anniversary, guys. We are also worldwide. We have listeners in 23 countries, the United Kingdom, Germany, the Philippines, Puerto Rico, Ireland, Canada, Australia, Sweden, South Africa, Portugal, Costa Rica, New Zealand, Norway, India, Russia, Denmark, Czech Republic, the Netherlands, Spain, Hungary, Romania, Uruguay, and Mexico. Please share the show with your countrymen. Thank you, and please keep listening for the next show. 
good day and good night.